Hey, I'm Gabriel Goldfeder. I'm a Jewish life consultant, a.k.a. rabbi. For me, it's really exciting and also really daunting to cut tshuva in as many different ways as I can to look at it from a variety of angles, not just the ones that simply confirm who and how I've been until now, but ones that challenge me by exposing a layer or a level or a slice of my life that I don't examine as much as I could or as much as I should, and maybe I don't want to. It's obviously far easier to select an area of your life that you basically already really have under control and to pretend that that area of your life is the area in which you need to do tshuva and then you move around a couple things and feel that you have done the tshuva. For example, if a person thinks of their tshuva as concerning their meditation practice and they meditate six days a week and they maybe think or feel that they should be meditating seven days a week and then they take themselves to task for the fact that they only meditate six days a week and they push themselves to meditate on that seventh day and then they feel like they've done tshuva. I don't want to discount that. That could be really important and really impacting. But it may well be that there's areas of that person's life that are far more demanding of attention because they are in a much more severe state of disrepair but for really good reasons, primarily that we all like to feel really good about ourselves, that person might ignore the area of their lives in which they are genuinely not towing the line and not stepping up and not getting things in order and might focus their attention uh, to emphasize the area of their life that they do feel is successful and they want to make it 3% more successful and feel like that's chuba. So I like to approach Teshuva this year by exposing different layers of myself and my experience, by looking around, by seeing what other people are doing, what other people are taking seriously, what other people are asking for from me, and trying to make sure I'm showing up in the best possible way in those areas. So with that in mind, I really like this piece that I read from Rav Cook in his classic, Arot HaTeshuvah, the lights of Teshuvah in the chapter Yud Gimel, passage number five. He says, Derech HaTeshuvah Hayoter Makorit V'tovah, the path of Tshuva, which is most essential, most connected to the root, to the Makor, to the source, V'tovah, and also does the most good or is the most beneficial, Hanovat Meor HaTorah Ba'olam, which flows from the light of Torah in the world. And I would encourage you at this point, before I finish what Rav Cook is going to say, I'm really interested in how you, the listener, think this sentence is going to end. As Rav Cook says, this is the core source, most elemental level of Teshuva. It's like a Teshuva Rorschach test, how people would end this sentence. And I would bet most of my money in one of my kidneys that no one would come up with this answer that he says. 
which is why I love it and why I love this exercise in expanding the horizons of tshuva. He says, He hashinun bechelek dinei mamonot. It is developing familiarity with sharpening one's awareness of issues and laws concerning money. And all of the laws that concern interpersonal relationships that are included for us in the learning of the part of the Shulchan Aruch called Choshen Mishpat. The Shulchan Aruch is broken up into four sections. Section one is ritual daily law and ritual regular law like Shabbat and Yom Tov, holidays, Hanukkah, Purim, etc., the second part, Yoridea, deals with laws like kashrut and tzedakah, giving money. The third section is called Evena Ezer, which deals with marriage and marriage law. And the fourth section is called Choshen Mishpat, which deals with business law. It deals with boundaries and objects and damages, etc. And Rav Cook thinks that that's where the source, where the deepest level of teshuva lies. And he goes on to say, A person should really become expert in these laws and should read over them and understand them deeply in the most clear way and with the full sharpness that a person would bring. And certainly, if a person is willing to apply that additional 3% to their meditation practice, a person should be willing to apply that additional 3% of clarity and carefulness to monetary law and to the laws of objects and the laws of property. Already, this is a very, very deep understanding of teshuva, to understand that teshuva starts really, really primarily and essentially in the physical world. It starts with the ways that we interact with each other around our stuff and our money. To whom do I owe money? Who thinks that I owe them money? And there's a situation that needs to be clarified and worked out. And note, by the way, that this is not about the laws that concern tzedakah. This is not about the laws concerning how I give of my money to others. That's covered in the second part of the Shulchan Aruch called Yoredea. This is literally stuff and debts and boundaries and business is my business cutting into someone else's business? That's the kind of question that we're asking in Choshen Mishpat. Not that that's simple. There are situations in which one person's business is allowed to cut into another person's business, but that's the kind of question we're asking. Are my mustard flowers affecting the honey that you sell because your bees are coming onto my property and pollinating the mustard? Have I damaged your reputation through my words fairly? Have I gone beyond the fair and the expected and the factual and the actual in talking about your business or someone else's business? Did I complain on Amazon and give a product one star because I was having a bad day and I was expecting their customer service to go beyond what they should have done in order to make me happy was i having a public tantrum about this restaurant because i didn't look at the website and get a sense of how much in advance i would be required to call in order to make reservations have i charged interest 
Do I even know the laws of interest? Am I ignorant about what's expected of me in terms of the laws of interest and therefore have charged interest and need to take responsibility for that? Does that apply retroactively? What if I just learned about the laws of interest and realized that I had been charging interest in my loans for years? Do I have to make good on that? Do I have to call people up? Do I have to find a way to establish justice? These are just some of the kinds of questions that are being raised in Chosha Mishpat. It is not glamorous. It is not spiritual, at least on the surface. We'll have to talk more about whether and how it might be, quote-unquote, spiritual. But it is real, and Rav Cook thinks that that's where tshuva begins. That's the makor. That's the basis. That's the origin point. That's the starting point of tshuva. So we'll explore this further. But meanwhile, for now at least, let's notice. Let's notice how we interact with each other and with the world in terms of business and law and rules and property. Thanks for listening. I hope that's useful and inspirational.